Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I've got something a little unusual for you here today. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Facebook. Welcome today to the first ever live recording of Thriving Entrepreneur on video. I wanted to share it with you. I want you all to be part of it as I try something new. And if this doesn't work, well, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun together anyway. I want to talk to you today about the real you. Um, I want to really dive deep into that. I want to thank you, first of all, for spending some time here with me today. For those of you that have listened to my radio show, Thriving Entrepreneur, you can, of course, um, you know, if you're watching the Facebook and you want to actually hear the, the radio show, you can go to wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio and hear all of the episodes. Um, I want to share with you real quick um, you know, because usually I share this just with my radio audience, but I want to share it with you here on Facebook today. I have a couple of amazing opportunities that I usually only make available to my radio listeners. Um, my good friend Errol Abramson, Errol is a multi-billionaire, okay? He's created 47 companies, created and sold them off with no failures. They've all sold for a million or more dollars and actually even had a couple of the companies that sold for more than a billion dollars. He's willing to coach with you at a price point that is so ridiculously cheap. The first of all, I'm not going to tell you here on the air. You need to contact me to let you know. But second of all, I'll let you know. It's cheaper than what most beginning coaches would charge you. This is to be able to have access on a regular twice a week live, you know, live call. He's going to call you on the phone basis with a multi-billionaire. If you need a coach, have I got the hookup for you for a coach? Uh, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook um, or whatever and uh, let me know, hey, I'd like to know more about Errol. For those of you that are listening live, uh, whether you're listening live on the radio or you're listening live right now on Facebook, I want you to, you know, let me know you're here. Um, if you're listening on radio, of course, you can hashtag Thriving Entrepreneur and all the social medias and say, hey, I was listening. Or if you're here on Facebook, pop in, say your name, say hi. Um, I'd be glad to say back and you're going to get a shout out. If you tell me a little bit about what you're doing in the world today, I'm going to share that with all my listening audience. Now, for those of you that don't know, the show goes out live um, on a whole bunch of regular radio stations. Um, I think they told me last time they gave me the statistic, there's about 8 million people or so that listen to it live. Um, and then, of course, there is all of the iTunes and iHeart, multi-hundreds of millions of people that listen to it via iTunes, iHeart, and all that kind of stuff plus all over the internet. So, um, you know, if you do come in, uh, whether you do hashtag Thriving Entrepreneur and tell me, hey, Steve, um, I was listening, or if you're watching on Facebook, like I said, this is an experiment. I've never done it this way live before. So, you know, maybe there's some kookiness that'll happen in here. I don't know, but let's try it. Um, and if you do come in live, say hi, let me know what you're up to in the world, what the real you is doing here in the world, and I would love, love, love to share you with the world today um, and tell people what you're up to and what you're about. Um, great opportunity to be able to get some time. Yes, this is being recorded. The, live, the, the show itself will air live um, starting in about a week is about how far back um, the, the recording of this to when it's actually on radio and on the internet, it will be. So pop in, say hi, give me a like, a heart, all those kind of things. Uh, hashtag Thriving Entrepreneur on social media and say, I'm listening live, but I'm over here, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, and just let us know. We want to talk about the real you. So I ask a couple of questions in the intro. Is the real you coming out right now in the world? 
I mean, we've talked in a lot of Facebook Lives I've done recently about knowing who the real you is, who the core of what you really are. And in times where there is trouble, where there's stress, the real you tends to be the person that shows up. You know, we can send our representative, that person we want to pretend to be in the world, we can send them out into the world, um, you know, sometimes, but when we're stressed, it's really hard to hold that person back. So, you know, for some of you, you know, I mean, uh, Monday will be the end of the 15-day quarantine here in the United States where we're all supposed to be staying home unless it's absolutely mandatory. Many of us have done that or, you know, if we've had to go like get a prescription or something, we've only been out for, you know, just a minute or two. And, um, you know, so it can be stressful. Is it causing the real you to, and or are you allowing the real you to come out? Sometimes we get so busy in life. We're so caught up in all of the shoulds and all the have tos and all the busyness of our schedule that the only person that people ever meet of us is our representative. People really never know the real us because we don't show up genuine and complete who we really are. There's a lot of reasons. Some of them are probably extremely valid and very legitimate. I don't want to diminish anything that you've been through. But a lot of the times, the reason why a representative is showing up to be you rather than you are showing up is because we have, um, you know, we have learned to be fake. Let's just be honest. I mean, have any of the rest of you ever done that? You know, learn to be fake, right? You get really good at being the false you until even sometimes a lot of us fall into the trap of actually thinking to ourselves that we're the person that we show out into the world. We've taken it so far that we've fooled ourselves. So I hope that this time, even as stressful as it is, and hi to all of you that are coming in. Uh, like I said, please do say hi, I appreciate you. Um, you know, during this time of stress, it's really getting more and more difficult to hide who you really are. Um, I heard a guy saying the other day, um, it was a comedian, he was jacking about, yeah, you know, now men are finally meeting their real wife for the first time ever, you know, as supplies start running low, you know, <laughs> and the one girl, uh, it was like several people that were bantering back and forth at each other, and the one girl said, she's like, oh yeah, you know, my boyfriend got to see me in the same, you know, pair of sweatpants for like three days in a row, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of times that kind of realness is what's coming out in times like this. But I was thinking about this yesterday. I um, I made the choice to leave the house. I've only left the house one other time and that was to get a prescription. I made the choice to leave the house and go specifically to a local business um, and buy lunch rather than make it. I had plenty of food here in the house, but I intentionally went to support them. Um, and because it was drive-through, uh, as you know, all of you have probably been to drive-through, um, you know, there wasn't really an option for, uh, you know, for tipping in going through drive through A lot of times if you go inside, they will hand you the paper to sign and there's a place you can put a tip on there. And a lot of times even, you know, even in carry out, I will tip them. Well, in this drive through you know, with everything that everybody's going through, I really wanted to let them know they were special. And they had closed the window, went into my wallet and I got out actual cash. I was lucky I actually had cash. A lot of times, you know, we don't carry cash anymore, but I did in this particular case. Um, and I tapped on the window and the guy came back and I said, this is for you guys. I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, you know, be safe and be well. Um, and I hope, um, those, those of you that know me, I think you would say that this is true. I hope that that's the person that I am. You know, a real heart and a spirit and a care for who you are and what's going on in your life. Um, and uh, if that's who you are at your core, then hopefully that's coming out. Um, maybe you're not. <laughs> you can even kind of hear me struggling with, with how to make this transition into the next section of this. 
because for some people, for all of us, but for others in various different levels, the real you is coming out and you're not liking what you see. You're, and I'm not talking about the physical things. I'm not talking about the fact that, you know, you haven't been able to go to the salon or, you know, I was talking to a person the other day that said, you know, the, uh, the place that cuts my hair is closed and I'm not finding any place in like a 20 minute drive from me that's open to cut my hair and I just really would like to get my hair cut. You know, so I'm, but I'm not talking about any of those kind of physical things or, you know, you're not wearing the makeup to hide the blemishes that uh, you see when you look in the mirror. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the inner you, that how you show up, how are you interacting with people that you really, truly do love? How is that showing up in the world? Do you like that person that's showing up? Are you doing things where the generosity, the kindness, the lovingness of your nature is coming out because that's who you are at your core? Or, um, you know, is the person that's showing up, are you beginning to see some of those rough and jagged edges? We all have them, okay? So don't feel judged or anything like that. We all are seeing some of the parts of us where uh, you know, things set us off a little too easily. We snap when we don't really mean to, but, um, you know, it's exposing some flaws in us. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting the things that show up in our lives right now. And sometimes we then have to really take a hard look at, um, you know, hey, is that the person that I want to be? Is that who I am? If it is, guess what? You can change that. It doesn't have to stay. You can be, you can choose to be the anyone you want to be, but you have to choose. You have to choose powerfully that you're going to show up in this world and that in that showing up, you're going to be the best version of yourself. So the real you's coming out a little bit maybe. And uh, I hope, I hope you're seeing some insights into you that are like, you know what, when I drop that facade, when I don't have to be this person that I have to be at work, I get it. There are some certain things that we need to do at work that aren't necessarily the wear comfy slippers, you know, comfy jammies kind of person that we are at the core of us. I get that, that makes sense. That's the way life is, and, and I understand that totally. Um, but it, at a greater level, are you beginning to see that some of those facades that we put on to get by with at work are encroaching into the real who you are? Have you taken on some, some hurts, some animosities, some angry attitudes um, that uh, come from outside of you? All of us are, are very susceptible to outside influences. Um, we felt it more strongly when we were teenagers. That's why the concept of all teenagers rebel um, which we can do a whole episode on that, and maybe we will sometime, but um, that isn't really a true concept, but teenagers do need to go through. The transitional phase of adolescence is a teenager going through their parents shaping and molding completely who they are to looking and saying, this is me defining who I am. And hopefully as parents, we poured good stuff into our kids and they will make good choices. And sometimes we will make good choices for them. You know, when our children, which all of them that are home with you right now, they just want to run and play and, you know, go spread COVID both to themselves and everybody in the world because they don't understand. And that's your job as a parent, right? Um, but, you know, so we are most acutely aware of that during that teen time. And now we get a chance again 
to see is the person that I'm showing up to as in the world, is it something that an outside influence has influenced and dictated who I am? Um, now, I'm not saying that you should show up to a job that you very much need, um, but that frustrates you a lot tomorrow and, um, you know, curse, curse out your boss. <laughs> By no means am I saying that at all. But, um, you know, you may want to look into, am I, am I aware of the fact of the actions that I'm doing because I am going to keep this job? And I am going to uh, modify my behavior to the social standing or social standard of the place that I'm at. We all do that. It's something we have to do. And, and that's just natural and normal. It's part of life development. So, um, But the important thing is that in showing up to that social standard, that we don't allow that norm that you need to have in a work environment, in a social setting, define then who we are as a person. And if it has, if when we're looking in the mirror, if we discover those rough edges to ourselves, if we discover that others or other situations are have too strongly dictated who we are and how we're showing up, then... Um, you know, I encourage you very strongly, take the time today to really evaluate who you are, how you're showing up in the world, and if that's how you want to continue doing. Is the real you coming out right now? Do you like what you see? We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to WeHelp youthrive.com check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today welcome back to thriving entrepreneur this is steve welcome back thanks for listening to thriving entrepreneur today we're doing our special where i'm actually recording this episode while i'm doing a facebook live simultaneously don't know if it's going to work or not, but it's been a lot of fun to do. So let's jump right back into where we were right before the break. So now we get into the point where we start talking about some real practical stuff. Are there changes you should make? Are there things that you're seeing in this time of pressure that are showing you there are some changes that I need to make in the person that I'm being? That's okay. That's even good. Sometimes this time of pressure is exactly what all of us need in order to up-level ourselves to a greater and better version of ourselves. That's how we really begin to thrive as people. We take an action, we evaluate it, and then we're willing to make changes and adjust based on what we see from that evaluation. That can be a really powerful tool in your tool chest to take a step because a lot of us get stuck, you know, in you know, in a, in action because we're evaluating it. Often the best thing you can do is take a step, then evaluate it, and then make a pivot where necessary, reevaluate 
make another pivot. If any of you have ever had to push a stalled car, you know, you put it in neutral and then you got to push it, it takes a lot of effort, especially, you know, if the car's a really big car. It takes a lot of effort to get that car rolling. Once you get that car rolling, it's, I mean, I've, I've been in times where you're on like a flat level, you can pretty much just keep a hand on the car and keep walking, and it'll pretty much keep rolling by itself. Now, if he's trying to go uphill, that's a whole different story. We won't get into that. But it's easier to turn a moving vehicle than to try to make a shift in a parked car, right? You can't make a right turn if when you're at the stop sign, you put the car in park. Oh, sure, you can zoom the gas and you can crank on the wheel, but you're not going to turn that corner until you put the car back in drive and you start moving. And those of you that have driven, you know what it's like when you make a right turn, you know, you go forward a little bit and then you turn, right? That's how life is. So, so, so the, the best thing we can do as we see the things that we are and the changes we want to make is to say, are these changes that I need to make? Evaluate after we've taken that step and then make a change, make a pivot, go a little bit. It doesn't have to be a complete 180 doesn't even have to be a 90 degree, degree turn. It might be a one degree turn. A one degree change here, when it's way out there, will be a giant, giant amount of distance between the course you were on and the course that you put yourself on by making that just little teeny needle point shift. Those are always more powerful in our lives and in our world than when we make the great big huge changes. It's a lot of fun to think about. It's also really hard to deal with. So if we're seeing some changes in our life, I encourage you, myself too, let's make those changes if there are changes we should make. Maybe the other side to that coin is maybe what you're seeing is the person that you really should be all the time. The pressure of your schedule has released off of you just a little bit. And you've got some freedom to breathe. Yeah. And now in that breath, you're, you're taking it maybe just a little slower, just a little bit less. I was talking to a good friend of mine the other day, and he talked about the fact that even though he's working from home, the baby was really fussy. And he picked her up and he just held her in his arms and he continued doing his work, even though it was, you know, a little difficult because any of you that have ever held, you know, and his baby's like 13 or 14 months old, so she's not like a tiny baby, um, you know, and, and in some respect, you know, to some extent, that's even harder, you know, uh, to juggle phones or whatever while you're holding that child. Um, you know, and, um, you know, he said, yeah, there were some challenges, but I also realized just how precious and special and important that was. And that even though I needed to get the work done, you know, they're paying me to do the work. I can't be irresponsible or not dedicated to the work I'm doing. But there are things that are so much bigger and so much greater. And he let that baby lay on him for a couple of hours while he did his work, while he juggled phone calls and all that kind of stuff. Um, and he told me, he said, honestly, he goes, if I had had to do a Zoom call, even with one of my senior officials that I deal with, he goes, I probably would have just gone on Zoom with her right there in my arms. And I would have just told him, you know, hey, bear with me. Um, you know, I'm soothing the baby right now. And, um, you know, that's so special, so powerful and so important. What a better thing for a dad to do than to just wrap his little baby in his arms and let her feel safe and warm and comfortable while she sleeps. And maybe in that, maybe for all of us as we have those moments, we see that opportunity to be the person that we really should have been all along. 
it's so easy to be the person that we're supposed to be, right? The world tells us you should do this. Some of you have heard me talk about shoulding before, right? Most of us need to quit shoulding on ourselves. We need to show up powerfully and do things because they're powerfully important and not because we should do them. So is the real you coming out right now? Is it? Do you see this real person? Do you like that person? Are you beginning to see some things that other people have put on you that aren't really who you are, but are who you've become because of social norms, because of expectations, because, and here's the truth, a lot of times they're not other people's expectations of us. They're expectations we put on ourselves that we think we're supposed to do that nobody around us ever wanted from us. Some of you are telecommuting now and you're showing up a little differently than you did before and you're still finding the same level, maybe even in some respects a greater level of acceptance when you feel like a D minus in the way you're presenting yourself. Not because they're judging you, but because you judged you. Right? I know I do it. Do you do it? Yeah. So maybe what you're seeing is a really great opportunity to let the real you shine. Are you at, a, at the core of you a giver, a helper, a person that loves to serve? And maybe you have a real servant's heart, but the job title you have means that you need to be a leader. And maybe what you can discover in this time is how to be the servant leader, how to lead from the front, be the person who wants to take that first bullet, as it were, for your team. To never ask of your people something that you wouldn't do yourself. That can be a little overstated because sometimes we need to ask our people to be experts at things that we're not good at, and that's okay. But it's more the internal behind that. If you're a hard worker and your people see you working hard, it sparks them to want to work hard for you. So yeah, maybe you are very servant-hearted, very giving. Sometimes those of us that are givers, sometimes we've overgiven to the point where we have nothing left. And maybe what we've learned in this time that it's okay sometimes to just take a nap, to do something nice for us that we can only give to others as we also learn to give to ourselves. That's tough, but yet it's so, so dynamically powerful when we really embrace it. We really take advantage of all that we can do in it, more than anything, that's what it means to live as a thriving entrepreneur, is being that person who really, really takes care of the people around us, but ourselves as well. So as we look in the mirror, as we evaluate the real us that's showing up right now, are we liking what we're seeing, learning some things we may need to change, or even seeing the heart and soul and core of who we really are and how we should really show up in the world. I hope each of you is being safe, staying safe and warm and happy and loved. Even in this time, I want you to have safety first, health and happiness, for you and for all of your family. But I also hope that that real you, that person that you should have been all the time, there goes that should word, that person that the heart and soul of you 
that the world really needs that you can learn the secret and the skill of how to show up and be that person in this world. That's so incredibly powerful. It's been really exciting sharing on my live profile some thoughts and concepts that I have here while I'm doing a Facebook Live. I think it'll make a really good radio show too. Um, there may be a couple of little elements I'll have to add to it just to make it you know, a traditional radio show. But I really appreciate the time with you. I'm gonna go into Bestsellers Guild. For those of you listening live or later on the radio, if you go to bestsellersguild.com, you can join our free group. It's a place where authors get together, people who dream of being an author, people who are working on their books, people who have written multiple books to learn how to write, publish, and market your book to bestseller, to share your message with the world. I'm going over to Bestsellers Guild now, and I'm going to give them some encouragement about letting the real them be shined out into the world for all people to see. That's what your message is. It needs to be spoken, but it also needs to be written down so that long after your physical body has left, your spirit can continue to share and help people learn and grow and be the best version of themselves so that together all of us show up as a thriving entrepreneur. I hope to see you over in Bestsellers Guild. For those of you that are listening to this on the recording, podcast, or radio style, I hope that you will go to bestsellersguild.com and join us in that community. We are going to take our next commercial break here real quick, and then we're going to be back with more from what I shared live in Bestsellers Guild in that closed private group that usually the world doesn't get to see in. I hope that you'll join us over there as well. We'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we talk about the real you and now we jump deep into really talking about sharing you with the world maximizing what we've learned during this time and making a difference in people's lives i'm going to go back to the facebook live that i did within bestsellers guild hey bestsellers guild those of you that um you know were listening to my stuff on my personal profile know that I'm doing a fun thing where I'm actually recording a uh, show for my radio show here live while I'm on a Facebook Live with you. Um, it's really a lot of fun. Um, we talked over in um, you know in my main profile. We talked about uh, you know the real you and who's coming out during this time that we're all going through. Um, you know, who's the real you and who are you sharing with the world? What are you learning about yourself? So that's what we talked about over there. Um, and I hope that you will uh, pop over and see that. Um, 
because I am recording this for a radio show and because it doesn't go out to as many people as it does, I'm encouraging you. I see some of you are coming in and hi, I'm glad to have you here with us live, but I'm also encouraging you say hi and let me know what you're up to in the world. I'm going to share that live here while I'm doing this Facebook live. I will tell all of the 8 million people or so live that listen to me, all the people on iTunes and iHeartRadio, who you are and what you do in the world. So feel free to take this opportunity to, uh, you know, get a little, if you will, free commercial right in the middle of my radio show here while we, uh, you know, dive in together and we talk about the things that we've learned over the course of the last few days. Um, you know, for those of you living in the United States, I know some of you live in other countries, but, but for those of you that do live in the United States, we are, um, you know, headed towards the end of the 15-day, uh, uh, you know, self-quarantined that we've been living through. Monday is actually, you know, quote-unquote Freedom Day. Um, and I know for a lot of us that doesn't change much. Most of the schools that I know of that are out of school are still going to be out of school until, uh, you know, mid-April. Some of them have already said we probably won't come back for the rest of this school year. Um, and so things are still going to be a little different. But, um, you know, this time we were really encouraged to not leave the house at all unless it was absolutely mandatory. Or, of course, for those wonderful individuals working in essential services people that make sure that we still have lights on our house. And of course, the wonderful frontline people that have been working in the hospitals, diligently exposing themselves to this, you know, lethal virus uh, to keep people that we know and love safe. We do appreciate the effort that you put out. Um, so, you know, we've been home and we've seen some things about ourselves. And we talked about on my, on my uh, Facebook profile, my main page, about, you know, Who's coming out, right? <laughs> what is that person and are you liking what you're seeing, right? Now we want to talk about, I always think of that line at the end of The Wizard of Oz. Now we want to talk about what have you learned, Dorothy? <laughs> right? It's that thing that you've discovered throughout the course of this that may actually be the game changer in your life, but more importantly, in the lives of the people that you're meant to serve. See, here's the one thing I know about you. I mean, just because you're here in Bestsellers Guild, I already know you're the one percenters. You're the people who are getting it done. You're the people who are creating content. Now, there are a few of you out there that want to try to pretend, no, I'm not a one percenter, I'm gonna hide. <laughs> and you've done a decent job of it, but really, it's one of those kind of things where, uh, you know, I know that in this group, you are an amazing person. You do have amazing things to share with the world. Some of you have already written your book. Uh, some of you have written multiple books. Many of you know that rather you've written a book before or you've just been meaning to, that there's a book that you need to put out in the world. There is a lot of this that have gotten to a place over the course of these last few weeks that we're finding ourselves saying, you know what? I've learned a lot about myself, about my life, about my family, about things that I want to share with the people that I love, people that I know I'm meant to serve. And I really do strongly hope that you will share that message with the world. You'll share your amazingness to the world around you. You have this thing in you. It's probably screaming to want to come out. Why are we holding it in? And I say we because I do the same thing. Honestly, literally, I should probably be putting out a book every week or maybe even a couple of times a week. I do that much content. I know I've got so much to share. I'm so, so excited for the opportunity every time I get to be able to come on the radio, on Facebook Lives, or in this case, on both at the same time, and be able to share with you 
this amazing opportunity of you sharing the amazing you with the world. What do you need to share? We have so many excuses. I say we because me too. So many great reasons why. But really, it really just boils down to what my good friend Greg calls head trash. Really sexy excuses, right? Some of you, we talked about this last week, you've been hiding behind the excuse of time, and so God gave you this gift of time. Okay, fine, self-quarantine, now you've got a lot of time, now what's your excuse? But here's the thing, that thing welling up in you, it's so useful, it's so important. There are so many people whose lives it's going to impact it's going to make such an amazing difference in their life. You need to share that with the world. They need to hear it. What is that message that's bubbling up inside of you now? So many people are jumping in, and I want to remind you, I'm actually also recording this to go out live on my radio show. And if you will say hi and tell me what it is you're doing in the world right now, I would love to share you with all of my radio audience as well. Feel free to just pop in a little post of, you know, this is what I'm doing right now. I mean, for some of us, maybe it's, hey, we're loving on the people in our lives. That's a powerful use of right now. But I know that inside of each of us, there's this thing bubbling up. It's getting higher and higher and higher, right? Don't let it expand within you to the point where you feel like you're gonna burst. Be like the pressure release valve that like steam engines have and things like that, where you let it out. Don't be, and, and a lot of us do this, I do it too. Don't be where you have to then write war and peace because there's so much that's welled up in you and you just got to get it all out there. Have a conversation with those people you were meant to serve. Give them little bite-sized pieces. The most powerful kind of book is a short read because it's how we can learn and grow as people. We learn things one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, one thing at a time. The things that you need to learn now aren't the things you needed to learn when you were five. Back before you took your first step, you just needed to learn how to stand up. You know, if you're like my daughter Amber, uh, you know, I swear she was maybe three or four years old before she learned to walk because she ran everywhere. <laughs> just couldn't slow her down to a walk. She had too much to do in the world. Many of you know Amber. You can totally see her doing that, can't you? She's even posted some pictures of back when she was a little baby. It's amazing that she has pictures of her and I uh, sitting cuddling because, you know, she was hard to nail her friends to the floor. <laughs> there are so many great messages that you have. And step by step, as you share each next thing with the people that you're meant to serve, they can grow. You see, if you were the navigator in a car, you wouldn't tell somebody, okay, we're going from this side of the United States to that side of the United States. Here's every pothole in the road the entire trip. I've made it many, many times before, and I want to let you know that at mile marker 40 in the middle of Missouri, right, we don't do that. We say, hey, you know, you're coming up here to this next thing. You're going to want to take a left. If you ever helped navigate for somebody, you know, sometimes you come down to the bottom of an off-ramp and there's a left-left and a right-left. And it's like, you know, you need to be in the right of the left-hand lanes, the left-turn lanes, so that when you get down here, you can make a right turn in a couple of blocks. And that's being a good navigator. 
We want to be good navigators for the people that we know we're meant to serve so that they have the opportunity to step-by-step step take things. Now, the other thing is, I've shared this statistic with many of you, but I'll share it again. Um, Amazon has a great statistic. Somebody else actually shared it with me, um, you know, but it was so powerful, I had to share it with you. What, what Amazon has found is that if a book is 100 pages or less, more than 60% of the people that read the book will finish the book. That get it will finish the book. If the book is between 101 and 200 pages, only 20% of the people that get the book will ever finish it. And if the book goes over 200 pages, it's less than 3% of people that actually ever finish the book. And you've heard us talk about this before here in Bestsellers Guild, right? All those books we all have on our shelf. I've got a book sitting right here on my shelf right now, have not started into. Great book. I even can't say, well, I don't have time to read it. Just haven't gotten to it. I prioritized other things over it. It's even recreational reading, so it's even not like, um, you know, something I need to do for work. It's just a fun book I want to read. So many books that we have like that on our shelves. We don't want to just help 1% or 2% or 3% or 5% or even 20%. We want to help more than 60. We'd like to help everybody. We can help them by giving them little bites that they can chew on. For any of you that have ever fed a baby, think about it. You don't like scoop up with a great big, you know, um, you know, the big spoon. Not the little teaspoon, but you know, like the big tablespoon. You know, you don't dig that into the, the you know, applesauce or whatever that you're going to feed the baby. Scoop it up just as heaping as you can and then shove it in the baby's mouth. Not unless you want it all to come spewing back out on you. You take the little baby spoon and you take a little bit on the end of it and you, you know, you kind of rub the edges, you know, so that it's all nice and neat on there. And then you try to put it in their mouth and then they go, right? You know, they're, they're both feeling it with their tongue as well as they're kind of spitting a little bit of it out and they're deciding whether they like it. Those of you that have never fed babies before, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but most of you, I know you have, and you know exactly what I mean. And we really want to do that for our customers too. Give them that little bite and then give them the next little bite. Athena, tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now in the world so I can share it, not only here on Facebook Live, but on the recording that I'm doing that I'm gonna share across all of the millions of people that listen to my radio show. Let me know, I'd love to share you with the world. And for any of the rest of you that are, that are listening live, make a comment and tell me what you're doing right now in the world so that I can give you a free live commercial here on my radio show that I'm recording while I'm talking to you live on Facebook Live. What have we learned during this time that we need now to share? What have we learned about ourselves? Maybe, you know how when we're going through, many of you have listened. Even last week again, Kathy did the Write Your Best Seller in One Hour workshop. And maybe you've listened to that workshop. Maybe you've got some new stories now. Maybe it's time to do a second edition of your book because what you've been through the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months, you're like, now have I got a story that I wish I would have put into, the, into that book. You could do a second edition of the book. If you need to talk to me about it, we can totally sit down and talk about how to do that as well. As we grow, we learn. Every book has a second edition. So you can powerfully do that. But what you do definitely need to do is share the amazing person that is you with the world. Nobody else can. That message needs to be for now, absolutely. But it's powerful that that message be out there so that that message is available to the world 
for generations to come. To be able to share with everybody that comes after you. So that that mantle on the, on the, on the fireplace, you know, that has the pictures on it, that has pictures of great-grandmommy on there, or of great-granddad on there, that that picture your great-great-grandchildren can look at and say, great-grandma was a best-selling author. Let me read you something from her amazing book. Okay, Athena, you are quarantined writing. What a great thing to do with quarantine. You're currently writing a children's book series on serving your community. What a great thing to take away from, you know, a situation that none of us chose. It's a great thing. Serving your community as well as writing an inspirational book for women, incorporating your poetry and your artwork. That is so awesome. I still have a few minutes that I'm going to be recording here. If there's any of you that are listening live, if you want me to give a a brief little talk about what you're doing and share you with the world, because I'm recording for the radio, I'd love to do that. Athena, that is so cool that you're taking this time quarantined writing. Because it's so easy to use that excuse. I don't have any time. Here's the gift of time. Write, share those things with the world. Inspire children. Inspire women. Incorporate the poetry, the grace, the talent that comes out of you into that message that you give to the world. Those things that you share with the world so that you can be powerful but also and most importantly, so that you can empower the people that are waiting on you. See, here's what I know for sure. There are a lot of people that are stuck in their homes right now. Most of them, a lot of them at least, have an internet connection. They're looking for hope, they're looking for peace, they're looking for joy, but more than anything, they're looking for answers. And here's the funny part about answers. Most of the answers are the things that we do so easily in life that we probably have discounted how powerful they are to somebody who doesn't have a talent in that area. What each of us needs to do in the place that we fill in the world is share the best of what we have right now. You're going to grow. You're going to have more stuff later. But right now, with this gift of time, exactly at the end of the gift of time, you can share what you know right now. That solution that you do so easily so that that person who doesn't find it easy to do that thing, they can do it too. They can be like, I remember, I was quarantined in my house searching for the answer for this thing I've been struggling with for so long. And then I ran into that book. Maybe, maybe it's even just you start, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to work on the book. Hey, let's, let's put together a program for your book. But then you also share a few phrases from your book out there to people that are in need right now. Maximizing today. Making use of this time. As I said in the introduction, now's our time for all of us to stop hiding. Yes, we need to stay in our houses, but we should be out in the world sharing, making the difference that only we can make more so than we ever have before. It's time to stop hiding. It's time to really give all that you are to the world, to make that difference that only you can make. If you don't share your stuff with the world, nobody else can or will. You'll end up being like so many people 
who the only information you can find out about them would be to go to a library and go through an old newspaper that's probably on microfilm and read their obituary and hope that the person who did the obituary shared some deep insider truth that they've had. Because if they didn't get shared there, there's nothing else written about them in the whole world. Even though they were a powerfully amazing person. I don't want that for you. You are amazing. You're uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world needs you. Today is your day to share. To share your message with the world. Now is the time where you have the time. Let's get that book out there. Let's all of us be committed to make the difference that we can make in the world. To share what we know now, and then to take that what we know now into the future, into all that is and all that can be. I appreciate all of you members of Bestsellers Guild for being the one percenters, for being the people that get it done. I invite those of you that are listening on the radio to join in, to become a member, to share with us what you're doing in the world. It's a free group of people who are writing, publishing, marketing their books to bestseller. They're dreaming of it, they're doing it, they're getting it done. You are so powerful. You are so incredible. The world needs exactly what you have. So please do share everything that you've got. Take this time that's been given to you for the blessing that it is and really truly thrive and shine in all that you do. Stay safe, be well, and really do share your message with the world. Thanks for being you, Best Sellers Guild. For those of you that are listening on the radio, on a podcast, on our website, thank you so much for being part of this experiment. I hope that you really got a lot of good stuff out of it. It was a lot of fun to do, to just really kind of share my heart with you while I was sharing my heart live in two Facebook Lives, one that I did in my personal profile and one that I did in Bestsellers Guild. You are welcome to join us by going to bestsellersguild.com. Be part of our group. We would love to have you there. We appreciate who you are. We are so grateful that you exist in the world, that you are getting done what you're getting done, and the time that you invest in yourself to learn more how to thrive in all that you do, in your life and in your business. Because ultimately, whether you work a nine to five job or you own a company, when you are working to make your world a better place, you are living as a thriving entrepreneur. You're making that difference that only you can make. I hope that this time of quarantine has helped you find some real you that you're really gonna share with the world. And I hope that you will, and you'll know that we're here to help you any way we can. And until next time, be safe and have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because 
it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.